Warning, keep away from small children. Contents may cling to nose and mouth and prevent breathing or may cause a severe allergic reaction. Views expressed herein belong to no one and may pose an indirect risk to the environment. After use, dispose of contents in their original packaging at a purpose-designed facility. Take care to avoid skin contact with residue. Hey, Armpit. In your podcast, you frequently mention starting and stopping things. Here are some thoughts back. The worst is when people start a lot of things and then leave them lying around half finished for other people to trip over. Of course, just because we start something doesn't mean that we have to finish it or even have to know how to finish it. If it's one of those longer things with no end, then replace finish with continue. Anyway, stopping should be just as easy as starting, and it doesn't matter how many times we stop and start, just as long as we don't leave a mess. Not leaving a mess is what really counts in life, isn't it? Some say that we should be choosy about what we choose to start. But how would you choose what to start? Something that's needed? Something that's important? Something that will improve your life or the lives of others who are important to you? Something that will feel good? Something that will help you not feel bad? Yes. Actually, maybe starting things is a skill. Think of all the times you or someone else has had trouble starting things. All those important jobs that never got started. That didn't happen just randomly. So, from this perspective, it's good to start lots of things. Lots and lots and lots of things. Of course, if you take the time to finish them, that's time away from starting new things. So, from this perspective, don't choose things that are important. That will have consequences if you don't finish. Pick lots of unimportant things to start, like learning to sign your name with your non-dominant hand, or memorizing the poems of Thomas Chatterton, or learning to program in BASIC. It's not important that you master any of these. Just keep bootstrapping yourself onto the learning curve until you can do it without a second thought. Then, when it comes time to do something important, you'll have had plenty of practice at starting. Knowing when to stop is just as important as knowing how to start. Just think back to your last holiday meal. Did you know how to stop then? No, of course you didn't. And that's why you felt lousy for the next three days and tried to start a diet and exercise regimen only to give up both of those things after only a few days. See, it's a vicious cycle. So, how to know when to stop something? One way is to anticipate the consequences of not stopping, really thinking about how that will feel, and then realizing the wisdom of stopping and acting on that wisdom. Something helpful in that regard would be to recall past occasions of not having stopped in time and suffering the consequences thereof. Maybe some sort of diary would help that effort. If you like the idea of a diary but never think that you have anything important or worthwhile writing down, you could do a lot worse than to capture your regrets. That's probably enough, eh? 
back, you don't do it. Don't start up with that peddler again. Me? I'd rather chop my arm off before I let him touch it. It's Dr. Lennox who took care of me down at the hospital. Real good guy. He told me at least ten times. He said, Frankie, when you get out of here, you take even one fix, you're hooked again. Don't worry about me, buddy boy. Let's get out of here. Thanks, Antic. Antic, take care of this asset for me.